But I tell you it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon and for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. We heard these exact same words from the mouth of Christ just last week. And we've continued with this theme of conversion that Christ continually preaches to the people of Israel. He goes to these towns where he's done mighty deeds and they still have not repented. Towns where not only did he preach and cure, but great miracles had done. So it was both a spiritual and a physical manifestation of the divine. And the people of Israel still continue in their sin. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. In the history of salvation, when we look at uh, the, the people of Israel, we, if you uh, read continually throughout the Psalms, there's this continual, um, what uh, in Hebrew is called a rib. And it's this continual lawsuit that the people bring to Jesus. It's always, you've done nothing for us, God. You've done nothing for us. You've left us in the desert to die without food, without water. We should have stayed in, in Egypt. And so God hears it, and he gives them manna from the desert. And they're happy for a little bit, and then they fall again into sin. And once again, they say, God, you've abandoned us. You've done nothing for us. And once again, God hears their cry and provides for them. It's this continual cycle that we see for the people of Israel, this lawsuit that they bring to Christ and which Christ sees and provides for them, a continual cycle. And it's this continual cycle of sin that we continue to live in today. We're no different from the Israelites. We, th uh, we cry out to God time and time again, you don't listen to me, you don't listen to my prayer. Where is the answer that I am seeking? And in time, God answers our prayers or provides some type of consolation and we're happy. And we are good in the spiritual life, in our prayer. But then we fall again, and we enter into sin, and we cry out to God time and time again. And he hears our cry and gives us what we need. This is the spiritual battle. This is the spiritual combat that we live in day by day. And Jesus is happy for us if we seek the conversion, if we seek his mercy. It's to those who refuse his mercy that he speaks of today, that are worse than Tyre, Sidon, Sodom, cities that delved into the worst of sin. It's those that he calls and calls and calls, but do not reply. And so 
we have as an image for our spiritual battle, for our spiritual combat, Moses, who we hear uh, of in the first reading, the book of Exodus. Moses is a simple man who God calls to repentance, to conversion, to be the voice of the people of Israel. And at first Moses says, I am not worthy. I don't have the words to be that voice. But God gives him what he needs. And through that, the people of Israel are entered into that conversion. For us today, we have the saints as our image. We have Saint Henry, who we celebrate today, King of Burgundy, who although he was king and could take uh, nations and kingdoms, falls before the Bishop of Cologne and says, forgive me for treating you coldly, and receives forgiveness. So it's this that we have as models for our spiritual life, for our spiritual battle. It's this that we ask the Lord today at this most sacred altar to always place within our hearts that spirit of conversion, which is ever so necessary, to not allow ourselves to grow cold or lukewarm against him so that we may not be like Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum, these cities that represent the Antichrist, which represent rejection of the divine. Let that be our prayer today, that God places within our hearts his love, his, our desire to continually turn towards his face and receive the reward of his mercy.